Proverbs for the day, December the 27th. Proverbs 27, verses 21 and 22. As the finding pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. <clears throat> Though thou shouldest bray a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pestle, what a picture, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. Now I put these two together, although we're going to deal primarily with the idea of praise and pride. But praise in human communication, whether it be from without or from within, that is from without other people giving us praise, or from within how we feel about something. <laughs> praise in human, human communication is important. You know, it was just about, uh, well, it was 11 years ago, that we were doing this initial, original Proverbs for the Day. And some of them we are redoing. We didn't feel like they had hit the mark at all. And this is one of them. It's, this is for December 27th, 2023. And in the day that we live in, it's even more so this way about praise. Now we know the Proverbs has much to say about the tongue, of course. Why? Well, because we live and breathe and die by words. Uh, the very thing that, that the world at large is trying to <clears throat> control is the words you use and the way you describe things and all that other stuff. Now, we're not here today, to be honest with you, to rehash all that. I, if I was you, I'd spend as little time as possible thinking about it. I'd spend as little time as possible dwelling on it. It's not going to help your spirit. Now, Praise, in our verse, it says, As the finding pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. So we're supposed to, first of all, apply heat to the praise you receive. Now I want to say this to you. Encouragement is a good thing. Okay? We know to beware of flattery, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But encouragement is a good thing. The Lord told Moses... That he said, but Joshua, the son of Nun, which standeth before thee, he shall go in thither, encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. He told him to encourage him. And part of that encouragement is letting somebody know that God's had his hand on him. For example, a couple of chapters later in chapter three, verse 28 of Deuteronomy, but charge Joshua and encourage him and strengthen him for, for he shall go over before this people. And he shall cause them to inherit the land which thou shalt see. But it wasn't because Joshua was, could we say, overly valuable. He was valuable by his availability. And he was faithful, he and Caleb. And it's okay to be praised. Here in this chapter, chapter 27, if you look up above at the beginning of it, it says in verse 2, Let another man praise thee. And not thine own mouth, a stranger, and not thine own lips. All praise is not bad. Now, your Bible gives you a couple of things, ways of looking at praise. And one of them, if you look a page or two uh, over to chapter 24, for example, and we'll work our way forward for a minute. And I trust you will grab these things and mark them. And one of the things is that honey gives us a picture of praise. For example, Proverbs 24, 
13. My son, eat thou honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul. When thou hast found it, then there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. So, knowing that you know is like eating honey. When someone praises you. The picture, though, is, he says to us in chapter 27, as the fining pot for silver and the furnace for gold. So our little thought today is the idea of applying heat. They take the silver and the gold, and they apply heat, and the dross separates from it, and you skim the dross off, okay? So praise is one of those things, and two things. Apply heat to the praise you receive. Don't discard it. Don't explain it away. You know, one of the most humbling things is someone praises you is to have to learn to say thank you. It seems more humble to just try to explain away what they're praising you for. The hardest thing is to actually receive it, especially in, unless you're just, you know, going through one of those things where you got kind of a, a big head. But the picture is honey. So look at chapter 25. Verse 16, Hast thou found honey? Eat so much as is sufficient for thee. Why? Lest thou be filled therewith and vomit it. Drop down to verse 27, please. It is not good to eat much honey. So for men to search their own glory is not glory. So yes, praise can be flattery. So we apply the heat to the praise you receive. Yes, flattery is deadly, which we've talked about in other places here in the book of Proverbs. However, the key to this is apply heat to it, not destroy it, not toss it away. Apply heat to the praise you receive. So, enjoy it. Take some of it in. The second thought is apply heat to the praise you believe. In parentheses, you could put to the pride. So here's the problem. Some believe their own praise. Okay? Some believe their own press, we used to say. And so once something like that, foolishness, for example, in our second verse in the text, verse 22, though thou shouldest bray a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pestle. In other words, if you just put him in there and ground him up like the apothecary does when they grind elements up and then they mix them together. He said, if you did that, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. So we have to always be aware of the idea of the praise we believe. Now, I think it's important to be able to. It is better to be humble, Proverbs 16 says. Okay? And there are some things about praise that we have to you know, guard against, be careful of. A man's pride, Proverbs 29, 23 says, that his pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. So it's okay to know what you know, as we've looked at in Proverbs. It's okay to understand and receive praise. We apply some heat to it, okay? And then we apply heat to the praise we believe. It's a good thing to be able to encourage yourself in the Lord. In 1 Samuel 30, verse 16, David had to do that. The, the men were just so distraught, and rightly so. You know, it's amazing to me. I, I guess they've always done it 
for hundreds and hundreds of years. It seems like people are more keenly to do it, keen, keenly ready to pass judgment on, on believers and on the records in the Bible. Of course those fellows were distraught. Of course they looked at leadership that way. And thankfully, David understood how to encourage himself in the Lord. But we don't want to be like the wicked. You know, over there in the book of Psalms, Psalm 64, the wicked encourage themselves in the wrong things. They encourage and help each other, give each other encouragement. They encourage themselves in an evil manner. They commune of laying snares privately. They say, who shall see them? In Psalms 64. Uh, Psalm 64 and verse 5. So on this thing of praise, you need some praise. People who aggressively say they don't need any praise, they really need it. They do. People who just readily soak it up might need to be careful. They don't eat like eat too much that praise like you'd eat too much honey and throw it up. <laughs> Vomit it. Amen. So the picture is, apply heat to it. As the finding pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. There's times it'll humble and sober you. And then there's times it will encourage you. And that's what the relationship God wants it to be, to praise. Let another man praise thee. Now, let's flip around. You should praise and encourage others. You say, well, I'm concerned they'll think it's flattery. Then don't do it in a flattering way or spirit, but genuinely praise them. 